Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. For those of us who identify as multi-passionates, it's so important to keep discussing this as it leads to self-acceptance and self-awareness, which in turn positively impacts our lives and, as is my focus as a coach, shows us how we must approach productivity differently. For those who aren't multi-passionates, it can help them see their multi-passionate partners, friends, collaborators, and co-workers in a different light and work with them better. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping overwhelmed clients make space for what matters. Join me each episode as we explore ways to live a more proactive, productive life with topics and guests that speak to simplifying, self-awareness, systems, and so much more. I understand overwhelm personally as a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so excited you've joined me today because we're covering a topic I'm literally passionate about. If you've been listening to the podcast or following me on Instagram or LinkedIn, you've heard me use the term multi-passionate quite a bit. We've even defined it here quite a few times, but I think it bears repeating. For those of us who identify as multi-passionates, it's so important to keep discussing this as it leads to self-acceptance and self-awareness, which in turn positively impacts our lives and, as is my focus as a coach, shows us how we must approach productivity differently. For those who aren't multi-passionates, it can help them see their multi-passionate partners, friends, collaborators, and co-workers in a different light and work with them better. Lastly, if you're wondering if you are, this episode is going to help you decide. Before we dig into the details, let's talk terminology. I generally use the term multi-passionate, as we did in Lauren Yee's first episode, number 74, on living a multi-passionate life. By the way, we did two more episodes with Lauren where I coached her live on creatively structuring her calendar. In the first episode, you get to hear the original challenge and the plan. And in the second episode, you get the follow-up in a where are they now kind of approach. So if you're a solo entrepreneur and a multi-passionate, those episodes 124 and 125 are must-listens. So I most often use the phrase multi-passionate creative because of the nature of my clients, and will sometimes use multi-potentialate in honor of Emily Wapnick's TED Talk on how some of us don't have one true calling. I'll link that in the show notes if you haven't seen it yet. You may have also heard terms like slash career or hyphen career to describe this tendency. When I chatted with Nicole Schmid in episode 123, we talked about serial entrepreneurs, and these are all different terms for the same kind of creative, passionate person. There's one more that I mentioned in episode 122 with Mike Montague, and it's a term used for the man, or should I say the man, who represents all of these, Leonardo da Vinci. The term is polymath. 
Da Vinci was a painter, sculptor, architect, inventor, military engineer, and scientist. And the reason, in my opinion, that the term Renaissance man equates to well-rounded person. His name is synonymous with innovation and creativity. But what I love most is that, as far as I can tell, he did so unapologetically. Now, I don't know if society frowned upon his flighty ways, a pun totally intended due to the nature of his inventions, and we'll be talking about that a little more in a minute. But the prolific nature of his pursuits, from winged inventions to the Mona Lisa, shows us that he was determined and dedicated. And that can be said about every multi-passionate creative I know. So, are you a multi-passionate creative? Consider these questions. Do you have many interests and creative pursuits? Do you struggle to pick or define your true calling? Do you have many paths and pursue all of them, either sequentially or simultaneously? Do you thrive on learning, exploring, and mastering new skills? Do you creatively connect the dots to disparate ideas, sometimes to the surprise of others? Do you have an insatiable curiosity that leads you to research and then learn everything on a topic immediately? Do you pick up new skills fast and then tend to become an overnight expert? Do you find yourself leaving a topic or project just as quickly as you picked it up? Have you been called a generalist or a jack-of-all-trades, possibly much to your chagrin? Do others find you passionate about everything? Do you loathe questions that involve choose one or indicate your favorite, or is that just me? So if you said yes to even a few of these, you are probably a multi-passionate creative. The thing is, there are so many ways for us to describe what we might be. But the same challenge we had to identify ourselves also challenges us to describe ourselves. Passionate, creative, lifelong learner, dedicated, quick to understand, quick to innovate and create solutions, and talented. All of those things sound amazing, right? And they are. I personally love being a multi-passionate creative and love even more coaching them, probably because I understand them so well, but also because I want to help and I know that being one can be a double-edged sword. You have all the ideas and all the drive to do them, but you can feel like there isn't enough time in the day to not only do what you need to do, but what you want to do. The challenges my people face are varied. See if these sound familiar. You love to create, to start new projects, to try all the things, but finishing them, maybe not so much. And you probably have guilt about that or have a hard time explaining it to others. When you're done with something, you're done. You've gotten what you needed out of it. You've got a lot on your plate and uh, most of it you put there. You love to start projects, to explore, and to help. So you love to say yes, but that all adds up. Plus, you're responsible for more than just you. Business and family vie for your attention, as do your passion projects. Who will win? Who will lose? Your lifelong learning and need to research can cause clutter. You've got a drawer of incomplete planners and a list of books and courses to download at any moment, That's way more than you can reasonably get through. And your head is filled with so many ideas. It's a wonder you can remember your phone number. Wait, is that even a thing anymore? Seriously, though, we live in an information age where learning anything is at our fingertips. So exciting, but also can be overwhelming. You're a resilient action taker willing to keep trying 
over and over again, which is a phenomenal character trait, except for one caveat. That willingness to push means you'll go past your limits, and that keeps placing you directly in the path of burnout. The life of a multi-passionate is, fittingly, multi-challenging. Not only is the world making demands of you, but your own brain and heart are as well. You're doubly overwhelmed and need to work extra hard so you don't buy into the idea that something is wrong with you. Let's discuss that right now. We've described you as a multi-passionate creative, including your superpowers and your saboteurs, but there's a set of descriptions that might make their way in from those who don't understand you. Words like flighty, which I jokingly mentioned with Da Vinci, and unreliable, picky, disloyal, among many others. Whether I know you personally or not, I know. If you're listening to this episode, you are not those things. So I encourage you to toss those out the window and embrace all you are, knowing that you need special support and special tools to maximize your potential. And I'm here for you. I'd love to get your take on today's episode. Are you a multi-passionate creative? Is this a new discovery, if so? Or has this helped you understand someone else better? please message me and let me know. And if you're curious how I can support you, well, this podcast is one of many ways. We'll continue to have conversations here about multi-passionate life and productivity and positivity and all the other things that we talk about here in our quest to do less, live more, and breathe easier. And I'll keep providing tools like my multi-passionate toolkit that you can download for free from my website, positivelyproductive.com. You'll also find my favorite books and tools that we mentioned on the podcast as well on the favorites page. Lastly, one of the most effective ways to support your multi-passionate life is through coaching, specifically with a coach who understands your unique challenges. I specialize in coaching multi-passionates not only because I am one, so I have understanding and empathy, but because I love their unique combination. They're the hardest workers highest achievers, and the ones who love so much but feel out of place in that singular focus world we live in, especially when it comes to productivity techniques. When we work together, we address things like energy management instead of time management, prioritizing, which is a big one for multi-passionates, and intentional selection of tasks. We also work on decluttering, not just the physical stuff, because remember all those ideas in our head? Basically, it's about releasing things that don't belong and things that block your progress and allow you to do what you love. What we don't limit is that, though. We don't limit what you love. I'll help you find a way to do what you need to do and what you love to do, all in the best way for you. If you're curious about coaching and want to try it out, I have a low-risk option that's a great place to start. The Productivity Boost Session is fast and effective and we'll give you results in just 30 minutes. We'll review what's challenging you and take a look at your tendencies to figure out what's next for you. You'll see what coaching's like, get clear on next best steps, and get a boost of productivity to encourage and inspire you. Go to positivelyproductive.com boost, and be sure to use the promo code podcast for a very special listener discount. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. 
If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.